From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB. Thanks for tuning WIA National News for week commencing July 12. Coast Radio Hobart has featured in a rescue 200 nautical miles off New Zealand. This when the yacht Carenza with two adults and six children was dismasted in bad weather. They activated an EPIRB. A Mayday relay was broadcast by Taupo Maritime Radio. Carenza responded, but was unable to be heard by Taupo. Stepping in, Coast Radio Hobart, who offered to relay all messages. It was later revealed the skipper made a makeshift HF antenna using fishing line to contact Coast Radio Hobart some 2,500 miles away. WIA Examination Service. Currently, the nominated assessors are completing the last of the learning facilitator and assessor audits and are experiencing difficulty in contacting some people. So would all assessors and learning facilitators please check their details on the assessor information system and ensure that the contact details, including phone numbers, are correct. The assessor information system allows a person who has logged on to change their own details and save the changes. Learning organisers please check with all club members who are assessors and learning facilitators and pass on this message. And if anybody is experiencing log-on difficulties, contact Fred Swainston. VK2 Amateur Honoured. Peter O'Connell, VK2 EMU, has told WIA News that well-known Sydney amateur Sid Griffith, VK2 AHF, has been recognised in the Queen's Birthday Honours list. Sid was secretary of the VK2 division of the WIA, now amateur radio New South Wales in the early 1970s, as well as training officer for Wyson at the same time. Sid was awarded the Public Service Medal, the PSM, for, and I quote, outstanding public service, particularly in innovative and sustained contribution to the enhancement and improvement of the technical capabilities of New South Wales Police. Sid will be presented with his medal by the Governor-General later in the year. BLUESAT, an acronym of Basic Low Earth Orbit University of New South Wales Experimental Satellite, is a digital amateur radio satellite being designed and built solely by students at the University of New South Wales. Westlake's Amateur Radio Club President Frank VK2FJL picks up the story. The satellite is a small cube measuring approximately 260 millimetres on each side, excluding antenna and weighs about 14 kilograms. It's powered by fixed solar panels on each face. It will carry a flight computer, radio transmitters and receivers, a power control system, battery pack for when its orbit places places it inside the Earth's shadow, magnets to passively stabilise the satellite and align it with the Earth's magnetic field, and will be controlled via a dedicated communications ground station here at the University of New South Wales. BlueSat will be placed in an approximately circular orbit at an altitude of around 750 kilometres. That will take it over the poles. At this altitude, the satellite will travel around the Earth at a rate of around once every 90 minutes. BlueSat is primarily an educational satellite designed to give students of the University of New South Wales space experience, which they could not obtain elsewhere. Therefore, its mission has been chosen to offer low cost and minimum complexity, while at the same time offering enough of a challenge to inspire and enthuse the students who work on it. The project is completely student-led, with members derived from a wide variety of disciplines including engineering, science, commerce, arts and law, 
As, and as far as we are aware, BlueSat is the only university satellite project in the world with an entirely volunteer student team. No full-time member and no direct academic supervision. From BlueSat to SEMTI, the SMPTE 09 exhibition and conference is the largest Australian media technology event in the calendar and it starts in a little over two weeks. Many of the people who work in the industry are also amateur radio operators, but there will be many hams who don't work in the industry and who will find this fascinating. So check out the text edition for all the contact details for SEMTE, S-M-P-T-E 09, and it's in this week's WIA National News Text. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In and around Gladstone, Queensland, it's relayed on 146.900 MHz VK4 Romeo Golf Alpha Kumbit Tops at 0900 Australian Eastern Standard Time each Sunday. From the Maryborough Electronics and Radio Group, I'm Ray, VK4 TPT. Hams across Australia. I'm Jason, VK2 FEDS. VK3 Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronic Clubs Hamfest is fast approaching. It's next Saturday, Saturday 18th July at 10am at the Cranbourne Public Hall, corner of High and Clarendon Street opposite the BP petrol station. Sift through 40 tables of pre-loved gear, as well as seeing the newer offerings from some of the well-known names in radio and electronics. Entry costs just $6 and includes a ticket in the Great Door Prizes as well as free tea and coffee. Hot food and drinks will also be available for purchase. For more information, please see the June issue of Amateur Radio Magazine or refer to the club's website. VK4. As the Canberra guys mentioned when they presented last week's national news broadcast this week, some news from VK4ZPP and VK4VP on ham fests in the south of VK4. A get-together is being held just slightly off the beaten track. Coochie is roughly halfway between the cities of Gympie and Maribyrnong, nestled in farmland and surrounded by gum trees. A real bush setting, you might say. But still only about four kilometres off the Bruce Highway. The local QCWA hall is the venue, with the local ladies participating with a display of handicrafts. Other community organisations have indicated an intention to participate as well, with trade and retail tables and the beloved pre-loved amateur gear. This mini fest promises to be typically amateur, whilst at the same time inviting the non-amateur community to join in the country hospitality. Must be off. So much to do and so little time to do it. See you at the White Bay Mini Ham Fest. This is Gordon VK4 VP. The Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club will be holding their annual Sunfest on Saturday, September 12th at the same place as last year, which is the Wombai School of Arts Hall in Blackall Street, Wombai. UBD map reference 66F12. For a table, please contact Harry, VK4TK, on 0409-488-025. North Queensland Amateur Radio Convention. The 2009 North Queensland Amateur Radio Convention will be happening in the garrison city of Townsville from Friday 18th to Sunday 20th of September. Daytime events will be happening at James Cook University Douglas Campus with nighttime events centred on one of the better bistros and convention rooms in the city. 
The registration deadline for convention services is Friday, August 28th. For an electronic copy of the venue and event notes and a registration form, just surf to the TARC website. Well, that's it for Hams Across Australia. I'm Jason, VK2FEDS. Education, Youth and Advancement of Amateur Radio. I'm James, VK6FRJA. For info on Lismore Region Foundation and Advanced Courses, listen up. Foundation course will be Saturday and Sunday the 15th and 16th of August. Costs will be $20 plus textbook plus exam fee. Advanced Theory course will be the 22nd and 23rd, 29th and 30th of August. Four-day course, $50 plus textbook plus exam fee. WIA exam fees are currently $35 for under 18 years or $67 for adults. Contact Duncan, VK2DLR, and Summerland's club telephone number is 02 7247. Congratulations and welcome to the bands Thomas, VK7FTOM, Robin, VK7FRSA, and James Cooper, who were all successful Foundation licensees in the REASTS last Foundation license session and assessment. The next Foundation training and practical assessment session will be in November. Please let Reg know if you are interested on cell phone number 0417. 391607 Over to VK6 where Ham College have successfully passed seven candidates last Tuesday night. Congratulations to Nathan who successfully passed his foundation license. Good on you mate. Congratulations to Adriana, Meg, Colin, Michelle and Wayne who successfully passed their standard license including me VK6 FRJA well done, guys. While we all eagerly await for our call signs, I think we all deserve a pat on the back. That six months of study paid off. For the WIA National News Service, I'm James, VK6FRJA, in Perth, WA. From the WIA News Hub in South Australia and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1WIA. International news with thanks to RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm John VK5BUI. The 8th IARU Region 3 ARDF Championships, originally scheduled for the 29th of October to the 3rd of November near Bangkok, Thailand, have been cancelled due to concerns for the safety and convenience of participants. This announcement was made on June 26th by JA1HQG, chair of the IARU Region 3 ARDF committee. In his announcement, he added that there was insufficient time to make arrangements to hold the championships in another country of Region 3 this year. It would seem over the last few weeks there was mounting concern by the organisers that the political situation during the contest period could cause a problem. After serious consideration by both RAST and the Region 3 Committee, a statement was released by Yoshio Arasaka, JA1HQG, Chairman of the Region 3 ARDF Committee. This means that there will be no Region 3 Championships until 2011. At this stage it's unclear if RAST will host the 2011 Championships or whether it will be hosted by another society. 
WIA ARDF coordinator Jack Bramham has followed up by saying on the WIA website that the WIA last hosted this event in 2003. And as there's only a small number of Region 3 societies competing the championships, it may be in VK in either 2011 or 2013. More countries get access to 7 MHz frequencies. Belarus has gained access to the extended 40-metre band. In the 7.1 to 7.2 MHz frequency range, it's allowed to use SSB and CW with 500 watts max, and as always, up to 1 kilowatt in contests under a special authorisation. In the same decision of the State Commission for Radio Frequencies that was dated May 14, but just recently released, the 160-metre band has also been extended for Belarus amateurs. The frequencies accessible are now 1.810 to 2 MHz. W4RA honoured. Larry E. Price, W4RA, was honoured at Ham Radio 2009 in Germany. In a presentation made by IARU Vice President Ole Garpestad, LA2RR, who'd served as President of the Norwegian Radio Relay League, NRRL, from 2000 to 2002, Price was honoured with the highest NRRL award, the Knight of the Order of the Golden Key. The award was given for Price's many years of service to the IARU, the ARRL and amateur radio in general. IARU President Tim Ellum, VE6SH, then conferred the title of IARU President Emeritus upon Price. Price served as ARRL President from 1984 to 1992 and as IARU President from 1999 to May 2009. Europe may require ham gear to meet emission standards. Future amateur radio gear sold in Europe may need to meet very specific emission standards. With more, it's to Amateur Radio Newsline. The Radio Society of Great Britain reports that the European Telecommunications Standards Institute is moving towards requiring commercially produced, ready-to-use amateur radio equipment to conform to international standards for emissions. As of now, the proposals will not affect kits or homebrew equipment. If such rules were enacted, it would likely lead to a price increase in commercially made gear sold in that market. Ham radio operators around the world spent the weekend of June 27th and 28th bouncing radio conversations off the surface of the moon. This to commemorate Apollo 11 moon landing 40 years ago. Organized in Australia and the United States, the on-the-air event brought together hundreds of amateur radio operators from around the world, some armed with their own radio dishes. The date chosen happened to coincide with a 2009 ARRL field day operating event. This meant that there would be lots of hams on the air on every mode, including moon bounce. At air time, it's not known how many Apollo anniversary contacts were made, but those hams trying had to be patient. It takes about two and a half seconds for a radio signal to reach the moon and bounce back to another part of the Earth. As such, any two-way contact meant waiting about five seconds to get a reply. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the southeast of South Australia and western border districts of Victoria, it's relayed on the four network two-metre repeaters of Mount Gambier, Narracourt, Kingston and Bordertown at 9am each Sunday. This is John, VK5DJ, from the Southeast Radio Group. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. Operational News, Special Events and On-Air Contest Column, Dateline 2009. The IARU HF World Championship begins at 1200 hours UTC Saturday July 11 and goes until 1200 hours UTC Sunday July 12. 
Complete rules may be found on the AWRL contest webpage. All logs must be emailed or postmarked no later than 1200 hours UTC August 11, 2009. D-Star D-Contest The very first D-Star Worldwide Contest has been organised for July 25 to July 31. The D-Star Contest is open to any ham station worldwide operating D-Star equipment and will take place on the 144, 430 and 1200 MHz bands using DV mode. Ten winners will be selected from the participating stations, excluding any disqualified stations in a draw, and they will receive an IC80AD or ICEADD. It takes all sorts. Pontefract and District Amateur Radio Society is marking Pontefract Licorice Festival 2009 with GB0PLF, which is on the air now until Licorice Day on July 12, today Sunday. This will be the fourth year PDARS has run a station for the Licorice Festival and the attractive GB0 PLF QSL cards issued in previous years have become quite famous. Mooning To mark the 40th anniversary of the first moon landing and Neil Armstrong's famous One Small Step, GB1SS is on the air until July 20. This follows on from last year's GB0BUZZ when Pontefract and District Amateur Radio Society had a visit from Buzz Aldrin himself. GB1SS will be on the air on the anniversary, including 20.17 UTC on 20 July, the very moment of touchdown, and they have a special commemorative QSL card ready for all contacts made. VE3M00N was approved by Industry Canada for use in celebration of the 40th anniversary of the landing of men on the moon on 20 July 1969. It will be in use from the 14th of July until July 27. EQSL or paper cards can be sent to VE3OIJ either via the Bureau or direct. Special Event Station 4C50C via satellite from Mexico. Omar, XE1AO, a regular satellite operator from central Mexico, reported news of a special call sign that will be showing up on the satellites between now and 31st August 2009. The call... 4C50C is commemorating the 50th anniversary of the creation of the J. Roberto Levy Radio Club in Colima State. Initially, XC1AO will attempt to put 4C50C on AO51's evening passes along with VO52 and FO29 evening passes. It's hoped to expand the use of 4C50C onto SO50 and AO27. On HF, the special call XC50C has been used from different parts of Colima. For hams outside Mexico, XC1J is the QSL manager for these special calls. VI2SRC50 For the month of August, SARC will be using the call sign VI2SRC50. Club stations and operators, 50th anniversary weekend, club nets, etc. Also the Lighthouse weekend, Ballina, Richmond Head Lighthouse. The expedition to Clare Island. Members of the Dolkey Island Contest Group plan to activate Clare Island for the forthcoming IOTA contest which takes place on the 25th and 26th of July. The callsign EJ1DD will be used in a 100 watt de-expedition entry and the IOTA reference is EU121. QSL information is via EI7CC. G3ZHI gets license to publish callbook data. ENG3ZHI has just received a licence from the UK regulator Ofcom, allowing him to publish the UK amateur radio callbook data. In a letter to Ian, Ofcom admit to being taken by surprise at the higher level of interest in this data. Ian says that anyone can now download the callbook data free from his website. 
For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ Inningham. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Last week on this WIA News presented by CRARC members, mention was made of how lucky we were in VK not to have had problems with intruders as none had been reported to WIA News since the days of VK4DU heading up the Intruder Watch program. Well, John, VK4TJ, realising we were, in his words, trolling for input, sure started the ball rolling with his Intruder Watch contacts and sent in a massive listing. As John said, and I quote, Yes, it would be lovely to think that the reason we never hear of intruders on the WIA national news is because there are none. Sadly, intruders are so persuasive, so commonplace, that the IW chairman and I don't think of them as newsworthy anymore. I'm only able to spend a few hours per month at it. Imagine how big a list it would be if I spent even an hour per day on it, and if I reported all the regulars, not just the newbies. And there has been a lot of interest in numbers stations of late due to the arrest of the Cuban spies in USA, and that was previously reported by Jim Linton here on WIA National News. Now, note from my log that our region is not immune. Point taken, John, now to cajole our WIA Intruder Watch team into sending regular reports. And another who responded was Brett, VR2BG, and I quote from Brett, It is a surprise to see lack of interest in VK to use the mechanism you lot have. You don't know how lucky you are to have something like that. Use it. Intruder stuff was a big interest before I quit. You can hear and see a bit of what it's like this close to the problem at the web address shown in the text edition of this newscast at wia.org.au. Brett also forwarded some quite controversial material. So, with the likes of Brett in Hong Kong and John in Australia... All it would need now is you, our listeners, to send intruder reports to the Intruder Watch program. Intruders at wia.org.au So from honkers to the workbench and this week a Canberra double bench. Here's Alan, VK1WX. Digital delivery to replace film. Get ready for the new communications experience. That of a three-dimensional digital moving coming to a big screen near you. Amateur Radio Newsline's Fred Vobey, Whiskey 8 Hotel Delta Uniform, says that the five Hollywood studios have agreed to help pay for part of the estimated $1 billion cost to introduce digital theatre production technology on the 20,000 movie screens in North America. Adding digital equipment is a critical first step in the technological upgrade to be able to show 3D movies. According to Walt Disney Company, more than 20 3D films are set to hit the theatres through 2010. Movies in 3D were a novelty in the 1950s, when audiences had to endure poor quality red and blue glasses to see them. Now with modern digital technology, they may become commonplace and expected when you venture out to see something on the silver screen. And recycling old electronic gizmos. The USA switched from analogue to digital TV about a week or so ago. In Australia, analogue switch-off begins region by region from June 2010 up to December 2013. This may be an opportunity to look at all the old electronic gizmos you have lying around and consider including them in the inevitable gizmo roundup and recycling that will happen here just as is now happening in the USA, where an estimated 99 million old TV sets lie unused, let alone the analogue sets still in service. I'm Peter, VK1PE. 
Across Australia, from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK7, it can be heard on the VK7 repeater networks across Tasmania and on HF frequencies from 9am each Sunday, followed by the VK7 regional news broadcast from 9.30am. Hi, I'm Paul, VK7 Fox Papa Alpha Hotel. Media Watch, and this week, two reports from opposite ends of the spectrum. First to the net and Ray VK4TPT who has had great success in relaying this broadcast out on UHFCB and the EQSO system. Over the last years, 733 call-ins to the UHFCB broadcast from Maryborough, 23 were via EQSO from as far afield as Gippsland and Bendigo in Victoria, Perth, Western Australia, Canada, the USA, the United Kingdom, Sweden, Norway, Turkey and Germany. The farthest login so far was from Travis, located on the island of Spitsbergen in the Svalbard group, situated halfway between Norway and the North Pole and surrounded by polar bears. Hi, this is Phil, VK6 Golf X-Ray, the Perth 160m WIA news relay. Last Sunday morning we experienced excellent conditions for the top band news broadcast in Callback, with an all-time distance record for the callback of 507 kilometres to Kalgoorlie. Another long-haul callback was from Geraldton, 400 kilometres to the north of Perth, with several others around 200 kilometres away from the south. Interestingly, three of the stronger country stations were using the Drew Diamond short top-loaded vertical, including the one from Kalgoorlie, who was five and six at this location in the hills northeast of Perth, and received me at S9 throughout the broadcast. Drew's antenna design is a very effective antenna, for those with space limitations. See your AR magazine December 2004 and January-February 2005 editions for construction details. I hope to hear you on top band soon. I'm Brian, VK3HXR, and in this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group news, we take a quick look just at VHF, Olara and Rescue Radio, as the other Special Interest Group's news has been covered at the top of the bulletin. Rescue Radio in Townsville. Regional Communication Support Coordinator Blue, VK4FBLU, has put out the call for support for other events happening in the remainder of the month. Saturday, 18 July, next Saturday, Magnetic Island to Townsville Swim, Cleveland Bay. A chance to get out on the bay for free and be part of one of the premier long-distance international swim events. Operators needed for both maritime portable and beach portable positions. Sunday, 19th July, King of the Hill Hill Climb, Heat 3, Mount Stewart. Mix a day out playing with radios and the sound of squealing tyres and the smell of burning rubber. Operators needed to man start and flying finish for the time control and safety comms. If you're available for any of these events or if we've left you off the list, then please contact Blue VK4FBLU on telephone 4775 4184 soon as possible with an offer for support. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Ladies in Amateur Radio with Alara. Gold Coast Amateur Radio Society are celebrating Alara's 34th birthday at their club rooms, 85 Harper Street, Narang, next Saturday, 18th July from 11.30am. Could the ladies please bring a plate of nibbles to share? And there'll be a barbecue for the OMs at a cost of $3 and uh, all funds to go to the club. There will be a raffle and a stall for the ladies to browse and maybe buy. Pam, VK4PTO, your Alara State Representative, looks forward for as many Alara ladies to come and enjoy the party. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, VHF and above. With news on the ZMS Beacon, here is Alan, VK1WX. The WA1ZMS Transatlantic Spotting Beacon on 144.285 MHz has just had an increase in power. This CW beacon is also GPS-locked 
and the antenna is beaming at 60 degrees from IAU grid locator FM 07 FM. While it has yet to be heard in the British Isles, its owner, Brian Justin, WA1ZMS, says that given the right conditionals, the signal could make it across the pond. More about this experiment is online. Google WA1ZMS. Thanks, Alan. You know, while the broadcast team may not get much direct feedback, Dawn VK4FTBA has advised us that looking at the connection statistics on the Gimpy Club website, some 50 hits were recorded using the link to access hamfest.org.au. This was immediately after the news item that went out last Sunday. Now let's wrap up the news with a look at the social scene. East Gippsland Amateur Radio Club would like to remind members of the up-and-coming AGM. The AGM will be held in the Rivers Room at the Bensdale RSL Club, corner of Princess Highway and Forge Creek Road, on Sunday the 26th of July at 13.30 hours. Meals may be had from 1,200 hours and after the AGM a hands-on session will be conducted at the QDH of Peter VK3BPP at 200 Benwarden Road, Bensdale. More information may be found at the club's website, vk3egc.org. I'm Michael, club's publicity officer, vk3hau. And with that, another one bites the dust. Reporting from Studio 2 in Melbourne, this is Brian, vk3hxr. And on behalf of myself and the team producing and delivering the news to you, thank you for listening. Also keep an ear out next week when the news will be presented by Reached Club members in Tassie. So that's all for now, and remember, walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.